Erev Tov, everyone, and good evening. We are uh, in the Zerah Shimshon on Parshas Titzaveh, in the Sefer, it's Daf Tuf Shin Samech Ches. Uh, we're doing Ostalid Section 4. I would like to uh, dedicate tonight's uh, learning to uh, for Zechus of Rufuah Shlema, for Rafal Shlomo Baruch Ben Sipora, and for a little boy who's having surgery tomorrow, Yosef Akiva Ben Yocheveh. Um, in the Parsha of Titzaveh, we know that the, amongst many other things, the big day kahuna, the special clothing, articles of clothing that the Kohen, the Kohanim wore and that the Kohen Gadol wore uh, in the Mishkan and, and also, of course, uh, later in the, in, the, in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, uh, are described in great detail. Um, one of the eight special articles of clothing that the Kohen Gadol wore uh, was called the Choshen, sometimes referred to as the Choshen Mishpat. Uh, and that was the breastplate uh, that, that the Kohen Gadol wore. And we know that it had 12 precious stones that were set onto the Hoshen. The Zer Shimshon is going to talk about two of the stones that are mentioned in the Torah as being in the last row. Uh, there were four rows of three stones each. Uh, and in the last row on the bottom, the bottom row, the Torah tells us uh, was Tarshish, uh, Shoham and Yashve. Those were the three stones in that row, and the Zer Shimshon is going to uh, talk about uh, the Shoham stone and the Yashve stone. Uh, and he's going to start with the Gemara and Baba Basra, which we'll see right now. Baba Basra, Parakeh, the fifth parak of Baba Basra, the Gemara there is talking about things that will happen in the time of Mashiach, and it quotes a Pusuk in Yeshayahu, and the words coming up right now come from that Pusuk. Vesamti kadchod shimshosayach, which means, and I will make your walls like a kadchod. Uh, and we're going to talk about what a kadchod, uh, what, that's a precious stone. We're going to talk about exactly what kind of precious stone that was, but it's based on this pasuk, vesamti kadchod shimshosayach. I will make your walls uh, out of kadchod, out of that kind of stone. Chad Omar, so the Gemara brings down a machlokas, and it's a very unusual uh, Gemara in the sense that it says this machlokas is between two malachim. It's between the malach Gavriel and the malach Michael. And then it says, and there's an ikad amre that it might be a machlokas between two Amarayim, and it quotes two Amarayim, but it's the first view in the Gemara is that the machlokas that we're about to describe is actually an argument between two malachim about what Hashem meant when he said that he would, when the Navi quoted Hashem to say, he would make the walls of Yushalayim in the future out of Kadcha. Chad Omar de Shoha, one opinion, whether it was an angelic opinion or an opinion of an Amora, one of the opinions is, is that it was made from Shoham. Shoham, uh, as is true of all the different stones on the Choshen, there are different opinions as to what they were. Uh, we're, we'll go with the, what I think is the most common translation that a Shoham stone is made out of onyx, is, is the stone, I should say, the precious stone onyx. So one opinion is that the walls of Yerushalayim will be made from onyx stones. Vechad Omar de and another opinion is that it will be made from jasper, from the jasper stone. And again, there are different opinions as to what Yashve is. Uh, but those opinions don't really affect what the Zer Shimshon wants to talk about. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Hashem said, Lahave Kedain Uchedain. The walls of Yerushalayim in the time of Mashiach and the future should be made according to this opinion and according to that opinion. 
they should be made according, according to both opinions. So since the, the Gemara and Baba Basra is saying, since there was a machlokas as to exactly what kadchod was, so the word kadchod itself is an allusion, is a hint to what Hashem said, which is lahave kedain u kedain. And you can kind of see the word kadchod if you look at the beginning of both the first half of kedain and, and, the, and, the, and then the second kedain, like this and like this. So God said, let the walls of Yerushalayim in the time of Mashiach be made from both Shoham and Yashvin. Adkan Lashono, that's the end of the quote from the Gemara and Baba Basra. So the Zer Shimshon says, Tzorach Iyan, lama dafka yihiyu hachomos me'elu ashte avonim shohan v'yashvei. Why should Hashem have decided that the walls of Yerushalayim, again, in the future, uh, should be made from these two particular stones. After all, just on the Choshen itself, there were 12 stones. Hashem could have chosen any of the other stones. And besides the stones on the Choshen, there were many other precious stones in the world, and Hashem could have chosen, obviously, from any of those stones. So why did Hashem Dafka specifically choose uh, Shoham and Yashvei to uh, be the uh, types of stones that would be used to form the walls of Yerushalayim in the time of Mashiach? V'yesh Lomar, we're coming down now to the second paragraph in the first column. V'yesh Lomar, she'be'elu ha'avonim ha'yekosu bahem ba'avne ha'choshen she'mos Yosef u'vinyonim. She'mos Yosef u'vinyonim. Zerah Shimshon says that the, each of the 12 stones, as we know, on the Kohen's breastplate, on the Choshen, had the name of one of the tribes engraved on uh, on them, on each stone, one of the names of the Shvatim was inscribed, was engraved. And so he tells us, Zer Shimshon tells us, that on the Shoham uh, appeared, was engraved the name of Yosef, and on the Yashvei stone appeared the name of Binyamin. And this is very significant, uh, as we'll see. Because of the Sefer Shilte Hakiborim, and it's written in the Sefer Shilte Hakiborim, Bizel Shono, and this is a quote from that Sefer. The Shoham stone is affecting and help, helping a person with vision and with their eyesight. I'm sorry, Zechira, with memory and with vision, with eyesight. That's what the Shoham stone uh, is effective in helping a person with. And it's also good for a person's wealth, to make a person wealthy. This stone helps a person learn how to give advice and to speak with wisdom. And to understand the hidden secrets, the hidden mysteries. So this Shoham stone is very powerful and used in the right way. And, and uh, uh, it, can, it can help human beings in their memory, their vision, and in speaking with Chachma and in understanding the secrets of the world. It's so powerful that it can almost bring up a person to the level of Yosef, And this stone was given over to be engraved with Yosef's name specifically. Because Yosef had good eyes. What does that mean? That he had good eyes? Let's continue. Ben Poras Yosef, Ben Poras Ale'ayin. This is taken, of course, from the 
a bracha that Yaakov Avinu uh, gives to each of his sons before he dies. And to Yosef, he starts off by saying these words, Yosef is a fruitful son, a fruitful son who is ale ayin, which can either be translated as uh, of superior eyes or superior vision, or it can be translated as above the eye. And there are, of course, different interpretations. But what the Zer Shimshon is pointing out is that the Torah itself tells us that Yosef had a special quality of, of vision and special eyes, a Nayim Tovim, Vehayilo Zechira, and he also had a powerful, powerful memory. Kedichsiv, as another Pusik in Bereshish says, Vayizkor Yosef Vahuli, and Yosef remembered that Pusik uh, comes from uh, the time when Yosef's brothers are standing in front of him. And the Torah tells us Yosef remembered the dreams that he had had when he was a young a man, a youth, uh, and, and that's uh, about, about 20, 20, 22 years uh, previous to the point when his brothers are standing in front of him, and Yosef remembered the dreams vividly and acted upon them. So we see that Yosef had the koach, a special koach in terms of his enayim, and a special koach in terms of his zechira, and therefore, and these are both uh, um, things that the Shoham stone is effective with and connected to. And so it made sense, the Zer Shimshon says, to have Yosef's uh, name be on that stone, as he'll continue to explain. And because Yosef showed such wisdom and gave such sage advice when he interpreted Paro's dream, bo ruach hakodesh, and ruach hakodesh was uh, was was flickering, was ignited in him, meaning that uh, that his ability to understand and interpret the dreams the way that he did uh, showed that he had the gift, a gift of ruach hakodesh. as it says, elokim Paro said to Yosef, after Hashem has showed you all of these things, then you must be the right person to appoint. Uh, to, to protect the land of Egypt during the uh, upcoming years of, of plenty and years of famine. So we see that even Paro understood that Yosef had been extraordinarily uh, gifted by God uh, to, to understand and see the things that he saw. And he was an extremely successful man, which of course, we, when we think back to Yosef life, Yosef's life, no matter how many hardships and trials and tribulations he had, no matter how many times he had to start from the bottom and work his way up, he was always successful and very quickly uh, rose to the top and, and, and was a person of, blessed with great hatzlach and everything. Adkan Lashono until here is a quote from the Sefer Shilte Hagibor. Vilachain in the Zer Shimshon says, therefore, Kedei Lirmos, in order to hint, Shela'asid Lavo, that in the future, in the time of Mashiach, Umolaha'aretz Deya, as Hashem, the world will be filled with knowledge of Hashem. That's one of the uh, traditions that Chazal teaches that in the time of Mashiach, there'll be a tremendous awakening, a, a renaissance, and an awakening, and, 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 under, and, a, and a growth, an explosion of knowledge of Hashem and understanding of Hashem. And there'll be a tremendous uh, prosperity and tremendous success uh, in, in what, uh, in, in, in what uh, B'nai Yisrael does at that time. And also very strong memory. All of those things will happen to an extraordinary degree in the time of Mashiach. Therefore, Hashem wanted the walls of Yerushalayim to be made from the Shoham stone, which represented and encapsulated 
symbolized all of these things. So that is the Shoham stone. Now we're going to shift to the Yashve stone, the second stone uh, that was uh, formed, the, that will form the walls of Yerushalayim. Uman de Amar Yashve, and the, according to the opinion that said that the uh, precious stone will be Jasper, will be Yashve, Hainu Mashakosav Shom Harav Haniskar This is based on what the uh, source, the Rav, uh, told us before, that we mentioned before, meaning the Sefer Shilte Hakiborim, Shehayashve Skuloso Lishmor Ha'adam. This particular stone is a segula for protecting a person, that he will not be given uh, poisonous, uh, deadly poisons. So this is a stone that can protect the person even from deadly poisons. And it was given for Binyamin's name to be placed, engraved on this stone, uh, on the Kohen Godot's breastplate to recall for him the tremendous merit of his mother, Rachel Imenu, who gave birth to him alive, but she died at the time of giving birth. And her death did not harm and certainly did not kill him, Ima, along with her. So the Zer Shimshon is saying that uh, this stone, which protects a person from deadly poisons, is a stone that also, uh, that, that can therefore uh, remind and represent Binyamin's a gift that through Rachel's tefillah to Hashem, she, even though she died, Yosef, I'm sorry, Binyamin, um, survived this very difficult birth, this very dangerous uh, birth situation. And not only did he survive, but he wasn't harmed at all. He was a healthy uh, a baby, and uh, he, he came out of that unscathed. And so this particular stone, this Yashve stone, is, uh, it memorializes that. The ode, and more so, another thing, the Issa B'Yalkut, it's stated in the Yalkut, Al Pasuk Uvein Ksefav Shachin, on the Pasuk, uh, which is stated uh, by Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the Torah in Parshas Vizos HaBracha, where Moshe is giving a bracha to each of the Shvatim. So when Moshe gets to Binyamin, uh, one of the things he says is Uvein Ksefav Shachin, that Hashem will dwell between the shoulders of Binyamin. And what does that mean? So Chazal Telesh, I have based on Miklash, Nivna, Bechelko, Shebin Yomin. This was the Torah's way of alluding to the fact that in the future, the Beis Miklash would be built in the portion of Binyamin in the land of Israel. Lefisha, kol hashvatim hayu b'mechiroso shel Yosef, hutzmi Binyamin. And the reason for this was that all of the tribes were involved in the sale of Yosef except for Binyamin. And if any of the other tribes had built the Beis HaMikdash in their, uh, on their property in their uh, Yerusha area, uh, and they would have gone there to Davin, that God should have mercy on them, they would not have been answered. If the Zer Shimshon is saying that if the Beis HaMikdash had been built and any of the other uh, property of the Shvatim and any of the other uh, areas where the, where the Shvatim had their uh, inheritance in Eretz Yisrael, if the Beis HaMikdash was there, they would not have been answered uh, when they came to David in the Beis HaMikdash. 
just as they did not wish to have mercy and have rachamim on Yosef when they sold him and when he cried out to them uh, for, for, for that not to happen. And this is the reason why the stone of Binyamin was the Yashve stone. Because the word Yashve implies yesh peh. There is a mouth. The word itself, Yashve, if you look at it, you can see it's formed of two words. It can be broken up into two words. Yesh peh, there is a mouth. Lefisha binyamin dafka yeshlo peh Because it was specifically binyamin who could successfully dive into Hashem sheyirachim al Yisrael, that uh, he should have mercy on Bnei Yisrael. Masha'en kein shar was the case with the other tribes. So we, we see the connection between the Yashve stone, both in terms of its ability to protect a person from a deadly threat, and Binyamin was protected from a deadly threat at the time of his birth, and uh, which was such a difficult uh, birth that his mother, Rachel, died at that time uh, in labor. And, uh, and also because Yashve can be broken up into Yesh Peh, there is a mouth, symbolizing, the fa- uh, hinting to the fact that all of the other Shvatim would not have the power to daven for Hashem's Rachamim if the Beis HaMikdash was put in their zones, but Binyamin would be able to do so. And so that's why the Beis HaZal tell us, that's why the Beis HaMikdash was put in Binyamin's, in Binyamin's area. And Hashem says, uh, because of this Machlokas, as the Gemara Baba Basra said at, this, at the outset, uh, because there's an argument, let it be from both the Yashve stone and the Shoham stone. Let it be, the walls of Yerushalayim be made from both. Shehare Shnehem B'nei Rachel, because these two st- stones both represent the sons of Rachel. Yosef's name was written on one stone, Binyamin's name was written on the other stone, and Hashem wanted uh, these stones, with the representing the names of Yosef and Binyamin, Rachel's two children, to be on, to be, uh, to be the stones that made up the walls of Yerushalayim. And we know that Rachel is the one who refuses to be comforted. Rachel uh, davens and davens for uh, Kla Yisrael and refuses to be comforted uh, after the Chorban Beis Mikdash and continues to daven to Hashem to allow B'nai Yisrael to return to their land. The Hakos of Omer, and the Pusik that we quoted, that the Gemara Baba Basra quoted all the way back in the beginning of this piece, begins with, it's actually the Pusik right before the Pusik we read, begins with the words, The storm-tossed ship will not be comforted, which is a reference to Rachel Imenu, not being comforted, etc. And then it says the words that we read, and I will place... Uh, the walls, I will make the walls of Yerushalayim from the Kadchod, Keneged Shnei Vonecha, which corresponds to Rachel's two children. So the Zerashimshon says this theme that we've developed that uh, the stones, the Shoham stone and the Yashve stone represent Yosef and represent Binyamin, and each stone has its own, uh, its own power, so to speak, its own uh, things that it represents, and these connect to Yosef and Binyamin, um, this was actually hinted to right in the Psukim where the Kadchod uh, stone is talked about from Sefer Yeshayahu that the Gemara and Baba Basra quotes because right above that it talks about the Aniyah Soara Lo Nuchama, the, the, the ship 
that is going through a storm and will not be comforted. And that's a reference, as we said, to Rachel Imenu. And Hashem says, and as a, and as a, and as a connection to Rachel, her two sons, the stones representing her two sons on the Choshen, will be used in the future in the time of Mashiach to build the walls of Yerushalayim. Ve'hatam shekara l'chomos Yerushalayim shimsho sayich. And in that Pasuk, the Zerah Shimshim says, the reason that the walls of Yerushalayim are called Shimsho Sayach, which of course is a very unusual uh, word, you would have expected it to say Chomo Sayach, your walls, uh, or use other words, words that we see in Tanakh to, to say, uh, to, 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 uh, to talk about a wall. But here we use the word Shimsho Sayach to talk about the wall. So Zerah Shimshon explains, Mipnei, Shekumosha Hashemesh, Shehashemesh, Hakol Holchen Laorah, just like when the sun comes out, everyone goes towards its light, meaning when the sun is shining during the day, if it's a cloudy day and sun is only in certain areas, if you want heat or you want light, you go into where the sun is shining, you go towards that area uh, in order to, to benefit from the heat and the light of the sun. Hashem is saying, so too the nations of the world will go towards the walls of Yerushalayim at the time of Mashiach. They will be, the walls of Yerushalayim will be like the sun. They will be producing and emanating a bright uh, light and the, and the nations of the world will come, will be attracted to Yerushalayim and will come towards the walls of Yerushalayim the same way uh, that people are attracted to the light and the heat of the sun. Kedamrin and Hasam, as that Gemara and Baba Basra that we quoted on that same uh, Umud, it says, mm-hmm. A very famous Gemara. In the future, HaKadosh Baruch will make a sukkah for the righteous from the skin of Livyasan, from the skin of this great sea creature called Livyasan. Its skin will be used to make a sukkah for all of the righteous uh, people in the future. Zacha, if a person merits it, osim lo sukkah, then that person will have his own individual sukkah. Lo zacha, osim lo tzilto. If a person doesn't have the merit of his uh, or her own sukkah, then that person uh, will get a tiltail, a little bit of a covering. The, the skin of Livyasin will provide a little bit of shade for him, not enough to make the whole sukkah. Lo zacha, if the person doesn't even merit that, osim lo anak, then, then from the skin of Livyasin, the person will receive a necklace. Lo if a person doesn't even merit that, osim lo then the person will receive a small amulet from the skin of Livyasa. So after all of the righteous people receive their different levels of gifts from the skin of the Livyasa, are there different levels of protection from the skin of the Livyasa? The Gemara continues, Vahashar porso al homos Yerushalayim, and all of the rest of the skin of Livyasa will be spread out over the walls of Yerushalayim, v'zivo holech misofa olam v'ad sofo, and, the, and, and it will shine, it will produce a, a shining effect from one end that will reach out from one end into the world to the other uh, end of the world. Shenemar, as, as the Pasuk, another Pasuk in Yeshayahu says, v'holchu goyim le'orcha, the, the nations of the world will go to your light, and uh, kings uh, will go towards the shining, towards the brightness of your shining, is how that Pasuk uh, from Yeshayahu ends. So there's a concept that Zerah Shimshon is sharing with us from this Gemara in Baba Basra, uh, that there will be 
the walls of Yerushalayim themselves in the future uh, will, will be made from precious stones, from the Shoham and from the Yashve, and they will produce a light that will attract the people of the world. And the skin of the Livyosan will then be put on top of the walls of Yerushalayim to produce uh, a, such a powerful light and such a powerful uh, radiation that it will spread from one end of the world to the other end of the world uh, and, and also um, protect and give joy to the righteous, to the tzaddikim, who are under the skin of uh, Livyosan, or at least receive some portion of the skin of Livyosan. Uh, so that brings this piece to a close, and, and uh, what, what, what the Zerah Shimshon has uh, shown us is that uh, we, we can have a Gemara that we might easily read as that Gemara in Baba Basar, and we might say, oh, that's an interesting idea, but he's taken us uh, very deep into understanding why exactly and precisely it's these two stones, the Yashve stone and the Shoham stone, uh, and, and what their qualities are and what they represent in terms of their connection to Yosef of Binyamin, and why all of that uh, is part and parcel of the Sukkim in Yeshayahu that the Gemara and Baba Basa brings down to explain this teaching that the uh, walls of Yerushalayim will be made from the stones uh, in the future, and that the nations of the world in their quest to discover Hashem finally at that time uh, will we'll only have one place to go to be able to do so. They'll come to Yerushalayim, they'll come to B'nai Yisrael, they'll come to the Jewish people to learn uh, from the Jewish people and from the righteous uh, about Hashem and about how to serve Hashem. And, and that should, of course, be speedily in our days. Yashar Koach to everyone for uh, participating tonight.